welcome to Clamp, the weekly podcast where we discuss all things about creating, living, and making projects. I'm your host, Grant Alexander, and joining me as always is Adam Mackey and Jesse Ratfink. And today, we're going to talk about something that's a real original topic. No one's ever talked about it before, uh, or maybe they've talked about it every other time. But we really wanted to talk a little bit about originality. Uh, Yeah. So Jessie came up with the topic, so I'm going to pass it off to her and throw her under the bus. Wee! Uh, so this is something that uh, I talk and think a lot about because of Instructables. Um, both in... So there's sort of like two viewpoints on originality, I feel like, online. There are people who strive to do original things all the time. They always want to do something new and exciting. And then there's the other side of the internet that is sort of like nothing is original anymore. Everything is stolen from something else. Uh, And so it's, I don't know. I always sort of wonder how important originality really is because I'm one of those people that I tend to think there's not really a lot of original ideas anymore. Most ideas are a combination of other ideas Um, And even if two people, you know, do the same thing, they aren't influenced by each other. They don't know about each other. That to me just sort of proves like two people can have the same thought and just present it in different ways. So the originality isn't really the important bit. Maybe it's more how you present the thing. Um, So so yeah, I just want to know if you guys think it's important, really. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think it's imp- like I think originality is an interesting t- thing to think about because it holds me back a lot when creating content. As I constantly think, has someone else done this? Should mm-hmm. I watch their stuff so I'm not copying them, or should I not watch their stuff so that I don't I'm not influenced by them? Right. So there's always yeah. that like give and take. I don't want to copy someone, but I also don't want to do exactly what they did by accident. They have that parallel thinking uh, that happens a lot. But, you know, when I think about it a lot of like, I think there are still original ideas out there. There definitely are. Because like some of the stuff I see on the internet, I'm like, no one has ever thought that before, right? But it's all influence, right? Everything that we do is influenced by everything we watch and everything we see. And a lot of times you have that confluence of influence that brings together. And if if two people see the same thing, and they're influenced by the same thing, they might come up with the same idea at the same time Mm -hmm. and go out there. So I think originality is important. I think it's possible that there's parallel thinking. And I think I can talk a little bit more about, you know, like, uh, does it matter who did it first later? But I want to hear Adam's thoughts on it. I think, I think it definitely can be original, but I I mean, I a hundred percent agree with everything you said about, um, like being influenced by other things. And I think, I think that's actually what a lot of people more likely are to do is to be influenced by something or want to do something that someone else is doing, but try and add their own original touch to it. So I think, I think it's a lot harder to be completely original um, and a lot easier to sort of add your own original touch to something. Um, But I mean, we see it all the time, all these trends that come up and everything like people come up with original ideas and then it turns into a trend and yeah. But okay. So to respond to the first part is like putting a twist on something is a great way to start your, your creativity and your original thinking. Right. Yeah. 
taking something and making it better, making it your own is a great way to start your originality. And from mm-hmm. that, when you do that on enough things, you will eventually start coming up with your own original ideas. In my, that's how I think it works. Right? You could you could start off so just by having you could start off by having your own original ideas, but if you can't come up with something original, copying something is fine as long as you put a twist on it. And mm-hmm. I think the problem comes about and why people talk so much about originality is because people literally copy stuff. Like they will take a a big YouTube video, look at the thumbnail, look at the video, and do a shot for shot remake of that video. Yeah. Shot, like it's their own video, but it's literally same camera camera angles, same text, like same voiceover, same everything, shot for shot remake of the video in hopes that they capture that same like whatever. And that's where I think the problem is when we talk about like there, there's a spectrum here and there's a spectrum of everything and everything is nuanced and I get that. But there's a spectrum here where it comes from copying someone completely like reverse engineering something and doing it and you know taking it and making it better right yeah and i think a a lot of people like you know chris powell we had on the other day he made a he welded a uh took his his engine crane and welded it uh, a thing so that it could go on the back of his truck good to go on like the trailer hitch adapter or whatever and all the comments he's getting is puffin did it first this I don't know if Puffin's the actual name, but that's like what what are, we ended up joking around about what the name is. But all these people were telling him he didn't do it first, and he's like, yeah. "I didn't think I did, right? I definitely didn't think I did. I just did it, right?" I'm. He's like, "I'm sure I saw it somewhere else." But all these people are trying to claim it as if by posting it on the internet, you're posting it as an original idea. But I don't think you are. Well, I, yeah, I don't think you are. And I also think those people just need to feel right about something. We get that a lot on (laughs) Instructables. The most common one is always, Great Scott did this first. And it's like, Great Scott has done everything. The man has done everything. (laughs) Like, literally, (laughs) this person is doing it their way. Just shut up and sit down is always what I want to comment, but I can't. Well, when I, and the biggest thing I think about instructables is you should never comment on someone else's unless they took the thing and like copy pasted it, then they're probably explaining it a different way and getting a different explanation will help exactly. different people who don't learn the way that that person learned. Mm-hmm. I think like, because there is so much content and stuff out there now that there's no way that you remember everything you've seen. Yeah. Oh, you know, totally. So, yeah. so you know, you've taken influence from something that you saw a year ago that you've completely forgotten about, you know, and like subconsciously the thought is like, that's still there and that's what gives you the idea, but you don't realize that you've taken it from there. So you might think you have an original idea, but you actually don't. And then people mm-hmm. call you out and say, oh, you stole this from so-and-so. And you're like, no, I didn't, but you probably did subconsciously and not realized it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so on that note- Uh, I think another issue that we're running into as more content creators are getting out there is people reusing someone else's designs, for example, and giving no credit whatsoever to the original creator. We're starting to see that a lot too, especially because 3D printing is so popular now. We recently had an author on Instructables basically post a complete copy of another hollow clock that someone had posted and their comment section is a mess because you can see that it's all the same SDLs and a lot of the like description and instructions are the same. 
And it's just, it's very unfortunate that people sometimes feel the need to like double down instead of saying, yeah, I saw that and I loved it and I wanted to try to do it on my own. Right. So this is so, uh, one thing that I've done that I did that, like I took someone's idea and I made my own version of it is a picture frame uh, jig that makes something made. Uh, make something didn't make the original one. It was like a popular woodworking or you know one of the magazines. Someone made it there. I can't remember the long time ago, but he, he took that and made it his own way, right? And then from that, I then took it and made it uh, you know made improvements on it that I thought would make it even better. Uh, like I added clear the the top piece was clear. I was like, this makes it better because then you could see the ruler and see the inch markings so much better, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is a small little tiny thing. I added a little like uh, the, the I cut a piece off the end and put it on the other side to like act as a uh, like extension piece so stuff didn't fall down. I'm like, these little pieces change it and make it better, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can one that makes something did. Go for it. I think it's great. He's since then produced an even better one that I went, I wish I had known about that one because he did a couple things that I go, I wish I had done that. Right? So these are the things that I go, yeah, you can take it and you could do your own version of it and it's great. And uh, But every comment I got it, everywhere I posted it was, that's make something. That's make something. That's make something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's one, it's not. And two, I said it is. I say it in the video, it's make something. I I say I took make somethings, and which is actually he took it from the woodworking magazine that I link, right? I said these were inspired me to make this one, right? So inspiration versus originality. I never claim it was my idea. I claim I took their idea and I think I made it better. The the problem you're having with the instructables now is something that YouTube's been going through for years, where mm-hmm. people will post, you know, a video where they've essentially taken the inspiration from someone. And they don't say, I got the idea from so-and-so or, you know, like just give some credit to that person. And the comment section will just be full of like, you stole the idea from here. You could have at least just given them credit or, you know, something. So this sometimes comes up though on things that aren't an original idea. So Wobi made the camera jig and he made it popular, but he didn't come up with that. And you can find people who made it before he did it. But he made it popular in the same way that like Steve Jobs didn't come up with the like s- the smartphone, smartphone. Yeah. but he didn't even come up with the MP3 player, but he made them popular, right? Yeah. So that's, he made them popular. So then people say, well, no, oh, that's a rip off of an iPhone. I go, no, no, it's not. But I guess if well, you want to think it is, right, it's actually the one that came before, but that's, yeah, okay, they ripped it off, right? Like it's that you- kind of stuff that I just go, I don't understand why people are arguing on the internet about who did it first. You could say the same thing about um, like river tables and all that sort of stuff, you know, like how many people took inspiration from not the original person that made a river table. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like that exploded so much that there is no way that everyone that took inspiration or made a river table even knows who made the original. I don't even know who made the original. I know right. that he- I- trademarks the name or whatever but i don't know who it is well that guy's not even like the original he's the guy who trademarked the name river table but then you see people who took that idea and made it like better like ira housework uh he took the idea and made it better by making it all uh aluminum and it's all and it's not all but he makes the video seem as if it's all uh beer cans melted down 
So he melted down lots of beer cans. Uh, and if you want to hear more about it in detail, he was on the uh, Making Our Way podcast recently talking about it. But yeah, it's like an aluminum, like instead of thing, it blew up. And then, of course, people ripped his thing off and posted it all over TikTok yeah. and Instagram and shit. But well, even, even on that, the guy. The guy that originally made the, well, the guy that trademarked or whatever, wasn't his river table a piece of floating glass on top? No, but so other that, people have done that. No? Right. Because I thought I thought that his was the floating glass on top and then people used epoxy instead or something or I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's like the guy who trademarked the color, like the blackest black and that everyone hates No, but him. what I was getting at is that people didn't copy him. They- changed it like they they added their own touch or whatever and then they all right. copied each other everyone just copied each other pretty much but so this is the thing he trademarked the name river table yeah that's what he did it had nothing to do with actually coming up with the design where he might have come up with the design like parallel thinking thought of it on his own but he trademarked the, the name and then was trying right. to tell people stop using my name right right but they were already using it right like yeah it was too yeah. late it's like um also to go back a little bit real quick um, this is one of the reasons why, like when I'm, when I was making YouTube videos and stuff that I never did how to videos, it was always, this is how I made it because like, there's a hundred ways to skin a cat. Right. So like, just because, yeah, you know, I, maybe I'm using inspiration or whatever from someone else, but I'm not making it the same way that they are. Like how many videos are out there on how to make a dining table, yeah. you know, or how to make, you know, how to make a certain thing, but everyone has different ways of doing things. And I think that's why the videos are so can still be watched and popular and stuff because it's not literally the same person over and over saying the same thing. Everyone has their different ways of doing things. Yep. But, and this is where, so the only frustrating part about that is if you come up with an original idea and you make the YouTube video and it does poorly, right? But you post it everywhere, right? You post it on Reddit, you post it everywhere else. It does, it does poorly. And then someone big name, Mr. Big Name comes around. Yeah. And takes your idea and doesn't give you any credit. And then you go, well, shit, I came up with something cool and everyone thinks it was Mr. Big Name, right? Mm. That would be, to me, the most infuriating day of my life. For sure. I get, like, it all depends. Like, if I'm successful and he's successful, it wouldn't infuriate me as much. But if I'm nothing and they take my idea and they're everything, that would be like, infuriating if they got 20 million views on something that i came up with and they claim it's theirs yeah i i will say um i know morley's pretty kind of big now but i will give i know a lot of people don't like john malecki but i'll give him credit where he will take someone's idea and copy it but he will give them he'll be like i'm copying this person and trying to get them Mm -hmm. views as well you know like i'm going to copy this 1500 coffee table whatever it is that morley did and then said that it was Morley's original video that made him do it. You know, so he's at least trying to push some people to go watch the original, not just like I'm going to try this trend and not going to name anyone. Great shake. He's done. Head. He he's done that though. I'm sure he has. When he, I'm just. When he I'm literally just took a, a video and is is like saying I'm going to try and do what this guy did. That's the only time he does it. When he yeah. takes a trend, he doesn't do it. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't like the guy. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, okay, but here, this is related to what you just said, Grant. Do you, when it is a trend, it's gone past the point of getting credit, though, correct? That's how I feel about it. Because sometimes the trend, it gets so, like, I don't know, tentacled, you don't even know where it began. 
Yeah, and this is the problem, though, and this is where I feel like everyone who's posting should be giving credit to the original. So, like, mm-hmm. there was a trend that happened with sharpening pencils, and yeah. it blew up at one point because, you know, a famous person posted about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people were like, oh, that's, you know, we'll say it's Jimmy posted about it, and then a bunch of other people posted sharpening pencils. But Jimmy's talked about it. He didn't come up with it. The Working Hands podcast came up with it, and it was like this inside joke that went too far and was hilarious. And But he, they're not even the first people to do hilarious ways of sharpening pencils because I've seen people you know, do it uh, like other ridiculous ways of sharpening pencils. So it's not like they did the sharpening pencils first. So, and they, and I, they realized that it's just, I, I, yeah, I guess there is a time where things go out of control and it's hard to know where you just want to jump on a bandwagon and you don't know where it's mm-hmm. to start. So how much, how much is it on you? Is something is trending? Should you try and find the source, the original idea? Should you? Um, before I answer that, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate and go, Uh-oh. what if the person that made the trend is already big? Like, great. Jimmy, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know who, who started it, but they're cutting out letters on the bandsaw, right? If Jimmy sure. started that and everyone tries to jump on board and copy, not copy, but like tries to jump on the trend and get their sort of name out there and stuff, should they be then shouting out Jimmy every single time? Yes. Yeah, I totally. think so. In this case, like, because for a trend like that, that was so it was in one community. You know, it wasn't like all of TikTok and all of Instagram was doing that. It was really like the woodworkers, the makers. It was smaller. But for me, yeah. it's like earlier I was thinking about. Uh, there's been a lot of <clears throat> arguments about uh, basically like white folks stealing dances from indigenous people and black people. And then like doing those on TikTok. And that that has been a big topic of conversation as far as originality and giving credit as well. And so like I was thinking along that lines. Bring it on. Oh my God, that's a bad movie. (laughs) That is not a bad movie. It is a good movie. It's already been brought in. Bring it on is great. (laughs) I I love that movie when I was younger. Yeah, me too. Sorry. But yeah, (laughs) no, that's the the premise of of that whole movie. And then of course the spoof Mm -hmm. on it where... Yeah, but no, it totally, it, it has been happening. And it's not just like, it's not just white people who do it, but the white people are the ones who seem to be really good at uh, doing it and then becoming successful, which is the frustrating part. Yeah. Right. Yay. Racist algorithms. <laughs> That's a whole different conversation though. <laughs> yeah. So that there is that. So this is where, yes, I think credit should be given where credit is due. And it's really hard to not, uh, it's really hard to, to not do that. Like to not think that you should do that. And anyone who doesn't think that they should be giving credit back to the person who inspired them, ah, it's like frustrating. Cause, but then like, I guess then I go like in what, in what, what, how small of a bit do I have to do? Like if I take a video that's, uh, 20 minutes long and I take a 30 second reel out of it. To show a little bit, am I shouting out? Like if I take my picture frame video, am I shouting out, make something who turned me on to these picture frame jigs? 
as the inspiration for my 30 second clip. No, I, so this is how I always think about it is that wherever that lives in its primary form. So like in this case, it would be YouTube. It needs to be there and it needs to be near the top of the info, like, or on Instructables, you should put it right in the beginning, like the introduction step, you know, but I, Mm. yeah, once things start getting further and further out, like, it's very hard to express all of that on social sometimes. And sometimes you run into character limits or it's just like too clunky and you can write it at the beginning or the end, but people might not even read it. I don't know. Once it starts getting further out. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I start questioning whether it matters as much. You can have it in big, bold letters at the beginning and they do not read it. They just do not read. (laughs) It's true. (sighs) So to go back to what Grant said, you kind of contradicted yourself because before you were saying that you think that you should find the original person and give them credit, and then you said you should give credit to the person that inspired you. That might not necessarily be the same person. But if you at least give credit to the person who inspired you, you leave a trail. Yeah, (laughs) people can work. Not if they didn't, though. (laughs) I I understand. Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, if you can find the original person who did the original idea, great. But if you can't, right? But, like, then you go, like, who invented the car? Because I'm working on cars right now. I guess I got to go back and, like, like <laughs> yeah, reference. I, I get that. But I think, I think this is what I was trying to say, like, for my answer, is that I don't think you should find the original, but I think you should definitely give credit to the person that inspired you to do it. I don't, yeah. I don't think okay. that it should be like, if I make a river table, I don't think it be, should be my responsibility to go through and say, do my research and find out who originally made a river table, but I should give credit to the person that inspired me to make one. Sure. Yeah. And, and then, okay. Then we get into the, like, does a river table need, you're doing something that's so unoriginal, like a river table. That's a do great need- point. Yeah. Do you need to give any credit? I want to say no. Yeah. Which makes me think at what point do you not need to? Right. At what point does your originality, like at what point does it become your original creation because you're, or is it like, because it's so unoriginal, it needs nothing? I think, I think it comes down to how common it is because like at at, at one point, a river table, for instance, would have been, as sort of basic and common as making a dining table. You're not going to find out who made the original dining table or gave inspiration to make you for you to make a dining table. And I feel like it right. just sort of originally eventually gets to that point where it's just a normal thing for people to make and not something I feel special. Like if you could buy the materials at Home <clears throat> Depot, you're starting to get like if they sell it as a kit at Home Depot, you're stopping being the original yep. you know, original required. That's, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And we're getting close to that. At like, I think you can buy. I don't know. I, I think I saw a river like side table kit one time. <laughs> so I'm still still to find somewhere like Bunnings that just sells epoxy and stuff. Right. I mean Bunnings. Bunnings pretty much now because I I think I've talked about this before. They sell like the the faux live edge yeah. wood. Mm-hmm. You can literally just buy two of those and some epoxy, and you've got a river table. Yes. It's already cleaned up <laughs> yeah. for you and everything. You don't even have to sand it back. Yeah. Well, this is the, yeah, this is, we won't talk about more <clears throat> about river tables. I don't want to talk about them anymore. We're not bringing them up. This again. isn't the river table so, episode. Right. <laughs> so we're talking about originality. It's like, 
you, you mentioned parallel thinking and you talked about like two people having the same idea at the same time in a different place. And I, I think that's something that deserves a little bit more attention because, you know, I think there is something to that, that you can be either inspired by the same things or inspired by completely different things, but your minds work mm-hmm. differently and you come up with uh, different, you know, different, like throughout history, there's been inventions that were patented by one person, but invented by another. Yeah. Right. And those are very interesting. Like our, I think patents are like the last thing where you can find original ideas. But now, like if you look at it, there's not many patents now that you see that aren't referencing 700 different other patents. Mm-hmm. And often yeah. not like, I get like, if you're like saw stop, you're referencing all the saw stop patents. If you're shopsmith, you're representing, you're, you're referencing all of your other patents so that you're, you know, because you're building on your patents. But now you'll see people who are referencing like 300 different random company patents to ensure they're included uh, and how they've built upon them or whatever. And yeah, is it? I, I just wonder, like, I wish we could talk to a patent office person. Sorry. I wish we could talk to a patent <laughs> office person to understand what, how often it comes up that thing, two people put in the same thing at the same time or mm-hmm. similar times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say was that I think that parallel thinking is becoming much more common also when you think about the way we consume media these days and how everybody can sort of get it the same time around the world for a lot of like the major streaming platforms. So Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's something that I've definitely noticed in our contests, especially on Instructables. Uh, A lot of the Marvel stuff, especially, like Marvel and Star Wars, they're probably the two biggest IPs where people will post incredibly similar projects but explain it totally differently and have a totally different way of doing it. Um, But yeah, we see it a lot now. I mean, I, I think I mentioned this the first episode that I was on was like the Iron Man arc reactors or the baby Yoda. Like there are just some things that are so like ubiquitous that it just starts to lose all meaning as far as originality. But that's the interesting part. So they all came to an unoriginal ending through an original pathway. Mm -hmm. So is originality Mm -hmm. about the ending or about how you got there? And I think that is the like question we should really be asking. Well, it's funny, you know, like (laughs) kind of, kind of moving away from the whole maker aspect of it, but like in live, in live stream, in um, mainstream stuff, nothing's original anymore. Like no song is a complete original song. It's always got music from an old song and it's just put a twist on it to make it sound a bit different. And, you know, like no one has a completely original anything, even movies and stuff like I'm listening to the Sons of Anarchy podcast and they keep talking about how it's like pretty much Hamlet. The whole show is pretty much Hamlet, but it's like written in the biker world. And it's like, even though it's technically an original TV show, it's taken the inspiration from somewhere else. Is it possible that there's also this other aspect where people see something and try and find a source so often Shakespeare is often found where people go, well, that's basically Hamlet. That's basically Macbeth. And that's basically Romeo and Juliet, even though the similarities aren't as similar when you really dive down in deep into it. Right. Yeah. And the problem is, so when you take your understanding of Hamlet to be 
very uh, high level, you can apply that to a lot of things, right? And yeah, could it be Hamlet? Yeah, it can be, depending on how <laughs> deep you want to go into it. But a lot of times, it, it's the same. Like when you talk about music, there's only so many combinations of notes exactly. that you can do. <laughs> but there are still, to the, like every day, they take those combination of notes and arrange them in ways I've never heard before. No, oftentimes not very good, but they still do it. <laughs> well, and I think it's important to realize that humans, uh, we really like to see patterns in things. So right. anytime we can form a pattern, we're going to form one. So I think that is, it's also something that, you know, causes those, so-and-so did it first, this and this. It's like, you know, I'm more observant and I know more than everyone. <laughs> right. I wonder if this... This quest for originality has to do more with a quest to prove that, like, is it is is being original just trying to prove something to everyone else? Is that what you're doing with trying to be original? I mean, I think in in this age of social media, most people, the answer, if they really thought about it and were honest with themselves, would be yes. Um, but I also think that there are other people who just enjoy trying things. And that leads to new discoveries and original ways to do things or, I don't know, you know, like original characters or something. Yeah. I I was thinking about the movie that has like Robin Williams and Ben Affleck, Good Will Hunting. Yeah. And and he's like schooling this, uh, this like, I don't know, university guy who's trying to show off how smart he is because he's like read one book about something. And uh, I just remember at the end of it, like the way he ends it is like, or you could just have an original thought, right? Because he's basically taken like, you know, the textbook and, and regurgitated it in a way to try and make him sound very smart. So is the problem that we have with people who aren't original is that they're trying to come off as smart or they're trying to come off as something they're not. And that's where I have a problem is that these, I have a problem with people who try and come off as as if it's their own idea to try and look mm-hmm. smart. And yeah. I don't have a problem at all with someone who is saying, I'm just copying someone else. Like some of the best yeah. painters in the world started off copying other paintings. Like that's how mm-hmm. you learn. That's what art that's school what, is. Right. <laughs> it truly is. That's why I stopped after a semester. I got tired of it. Right, but that's like, that's how you get better at doing something is by mm-hmm. copying someone else. And eventually you get to a point where you don't need to copy someone else and you come up with your own shit. But like, I know when I started out in like the woodworking and making and stuff, like when I restarted in, is uh, is I would just like down. I I know I downloaded a bunch of make something plans and I just did what he did. I watched this video, downloaded his plans, and then made the stuff. And I went, well, okay, I got that. That now from there, I can now improve on those. I can change them. I can make completely different things because I got some fundamentals from doing that. And I think. There's there's something fundamental about originality. So this makes me think, should you try to be original? I don't think you should. Or should you be worried about not being original? Okay. I don't think you should. I don't think you should worry at all about not being original, but I think you should worry a lot about stealing other people's ideas. Yes. Agree. Because mm-hmm. the so thing I, is, right? There's, there's like two sides of one's coin, but yeah. Yeah, like there's what, 7 billion people in the world. You can't expect that no one else is going to have the same idea as you. 
Mm-hmm. I've, I've actually thought about this like my whole life. Like somewhere else in the world, someone's doing the same thing I am right now. Well, we are white white men on podcasts, so probably lots <laughs> no, but of them. You, you, no, but, but you know what I mean? Like, like even just like well, not doing Jesse, something, but- doing something like day to day. Like, white you know, I'm like, oh, too, someone's someone yeah. in the world is doing what I'm doing at this yep. point of time. You right. know, like it's you can't expect. Like, I don't think being original could really be a thing anymore because you're you think you're being original, but someone else is probably thinking the same thing and coming up with the same thing. And well, then you're both being like, original, and that's okay. It just depends on who gets out first. Right. <laughs> or who is bigger. Yeah. Or who's bigger. Uh, that's the- exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. And well, so on, on what you were saying before about trying to um, prove that you're smart, are people also trying to be original to make a name for themselves? Yes. That is something I'm seeing that's a lot. That's what I think. Yeah. but People want to be the person that makes that next trend. Right. Yes. Well, and I honestly, I feel like Mark Rober has honestly brought a lot of people into the tech and electronics and 3D printing sphere just because yeah. his videos are so engaging and he gets so many views. And he's kind of, you know, the guy that a lot of these kids starting out look up to. And so mm-hmm. I see a lot of people sort of adopting his style. And then also, Something that goes along with that is, yeah, a lot of people who are starting out, they do that thing where they don't credit anybody and they don't ever want to say that they got inspiration or felt creative after looking at somebody else's work. It's always yeah. only theirs. They never want to own up to any of their ideas not being original. Um, and I really think, yeah, it's like, I have to be special. I have to make the name for myself. I have to be smarter than everybody else. They're just adding all these things to their online persona that are not really attainable. And I think a lot of those kids get really uh, burned out and disappointed because yeah, all the comments they get is, why are you just copying so-and-so? Like I see it all the time, both on YouTube and on Instructables. It's just getting more and more common because you know, when you see someone doing what you want to do and having such a big impact, I think that some people uh, really want to stick to that person's formula and not, you know, overthink it. But I have seen where people start hating on someone who came up with something prior to the big, big mm-hmm. explosion. Like I saw, I was researching camera holding jigs and then I found the Wobi jig and then I found someone else who had posted on Reddit before Wobi had done their video and the comments at first were like, fine. And then Wobi put out his video and then the comments were all, you stole Wobi's design. Yeah. And it's like, Literally how did he steal it? Did you look at the timestamp? And this guy kept yeah. going. I did. There's just no way. I couldn't do it. Look at the like. Look when I posted this video. Right. I posted it before him. What people are just killing him, like just just you stole it. You stole it. You stole it. It's like he didn't. Mm-hmm. So stop it. And that frustrates me. Uh, so I have an example of this. Uh, hot news, breaking news from today. So you know, Threads, the new Meta yes. Twitter clone, is out. Um, and I don't know if you all know, but there's another app called Threads, uh, and I think it's marketed as like Slack for makers. Uh, so oh. they have been out for four years. The original Threads app, four years. I went to their page on the App Store today. The first review I see is one star, and it says this app is a ripoff. They're just copying Threads. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Wow. 
<sighs> so yeah, that's the sort of people you're dealing with. Like it's very hard to reason with someone who's not going to do any research. <laughs> and like, well, like you said before, people don't read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know who does read? Our patrons. Our patrons. Patrons. That's it. Yeah. So I want to especially thank the F clamp level patrons, Vincent Ferrari from digitally creative Scott from daddy yourself to DIY Joe Herdina, rich from low end designs and David Wood from DW wood builds, especially and everyone else who supports us, no matter what the level is, you can find out all about the levels and everything else that you would get by going to patreoncom slash clamp. And that will also get you access to the special RSS feed where you can get the pre-show and after show automatically downloaded into your, uh, podcast player. Uh, it also gets you access to the Discord. We're going to be having a, the July edition of our Maker Hangout there shortly. Uh, and you get a keychain from me. So just head on over to patreon.com slash clamp. And now, clampmentations. Um, okay, I guess I'm going first. My clampmentation this week is a YouTube channel called Full Drive 247. Um, it's a Australian channel and essentially they're just hour long videos of um, four wheel driving. So they'll, they'll just do like a three day or four day four wheel drive trip. And it's actually like really high production value as well. It's really, um, really good and entertaining. So mine is pretty old, <laughs> but new to me. Uh, so I watched the fly uh, this last week. And it was wonderful. Uh, I don't know why I had avoided it so long. I think maybe because of the like Cronenberg body horror bit of it, because it is truly horrific. Uh, but it was very good. And uh, also a good example of like the worst possible case of letting your project kind of take over. <laughs> Stop having your rational mind and thinking through what could possibly go wrong. Yeah. So um yeah, watch the fly. Jeff Goldblum is great. His transformation is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Uh, but I do not recommend watching it with Evil Dead Rise on the same night because that's too much puking in a in a movie. So don't do that. All right. <laughs> that's what I did, and I regretted it. <laughs> Fair. Well, I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, it's a show that obviously was, you know, on the TV the real TVs back in the day now in streaming <laughs> places in the world. I don't know. It's on Disney plus. Uh, I watched it like the first three or four seasons when it came out back way back in the day, it back when it's just four by three. That's how yeah. far back <laughs> in the day it was. Uh, and uh, apparently it's still going on today. I'll catch mm -hmm. up with it soon. And uh, yeah, but it's, it's really funny. And they apparently have a podcast as well where they talk about it. And I might be going to check that out after I catch up a little more. And now it's Jesse's Ask Us Anything segment. <laughs> Every time you say that, I'm like, no, it's not mine. I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the question for this week is from DW Woodbelts. And the question is favorite type of clamp. And I have mine ready. <laughs> no, spring you can't possibly say the I spring love clamp. them. I love them. I have them in all sizes and I use them for all sorts of random shit. <laughs> well, that is our lowest tier of patron, our spring clamps. <laughs> so, you know what? I am white trash. It's perfect. Spring. So I'm going off Jesse because mine is very similar. Mine is the same thing, but it's a ratchet, not a spring. So ah. it's, it's open, and then when you close it, it ratchets it shut, sort of like a monkey grips. 
but in a yep. clip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really cool. That and the ones that are on the bottom of a track, like on the um, so the track saw, mm-hmm. one that slots in and, and clamps. Hmm. I like those clamps. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with the F clamp. It's my favorite, and that's why I named our <laughs> top tier F clamp level. Uh, it's sense. because I you can get a lot of force on them, but I will say that you can't get as much force as like uh, – so I use like pipe clamps the – like I don't know, a couple years ago, finally, I had like some giant pipe clamps, and the amount of force that you can get on those is wonderful. If you need a couple of things to get together – you can really bend some <laughs> pipe if you want to. I will say my least favorite type of clamp, but also the one I probably use the most is the spring is the quick clamps. Quick clamp. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't like yeah. them. But I, I would actually like they're they're great when you need them, but they like if you want to clamp something, they're not great. They're great to hold like, something in place while you're trying while you to do put something. A cl- yeah, when you need you one hand on to it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're great to hold yeah. it while you put a real clamp on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much how it works yeah but i do like obviously if people see the logo's got a uh a, you know a quick clamp on it and they're they have they're great at some things but uh they're not my favorite no anyways uh thanks uh for that that question and if anyone wants to send in questions they can uh just hit us up on instagram uh i want to thank tf turning for the theme song uh, if you guys would like to send us all reviews, apparently reviews are very important for the algorithms. Uh, we haven't had a new review in a little bit of time, so we'd really appreciate it. If you have put in a review like two years ago and you think you know we deserve a new review uh, because we've gotten so much better, then uh, you know put that up in there. Uh, and uh, until next week, you can find us everywhere on the usual social media places. Uh, by just searching Clamp Podcast, and uh, you should be able to find us. Bye. Bye. Bye.